you like with your friends, they're sleeping over, like, we're going to stay up all night. And then you remember, like, if you're a little kid, you're kind of like, well, you can't stay up all night. It's impossible. We're going to go now to the big Cypress Seminole Indian Reservation in Florida. There was the biggest traffic jam that we know of in the country. Thousands of people from all across the country, all headed to the Everglades to hear the group fish perform for New Year's. 75,000 people. 75,000 people. And we couldn't really believe that they were in a play all night. It just didn't even seem possible. Like, how could that even happen? It happened because for the previous 15 years, the band Fish blazed a fearless and unlikely creative path from deepest Vermont to the Florida Everglades and one of the most legendary performances of all time. It was the year of Woodstock 99. The crowds are blowing up CO2 tanks from the tractor trailers. They got uh, troops in there with riot gear. They're forcing everybody out. Mass chaos. Mass chaos. Some 20,000 attended the first Coachella that October. The Backstreet Boys ruled MTV. Moby topped the music critics' polls and licensed every song on his new album for commercial use. Far, far away from everything, everybody, and everywhere, in Jack Motlow's cow pasture on the seminal Big Cypress Reservation in Florida, with no sponsorship at all, Fish built a city for 75,000 people, erected surrealistic art installations, and staged a three-day festival with one act and one act only on the bill, and then played a seven-hour-long set that lasted from the final minutes of the 20th century into the literal dawn of the 21st. After midnight, Fish's Big Cypress Festival, a new five-episode podcast from Osiris, is the story of how Fish staged one of the strangest concerts in the history of rock music. My name is Jesse Jarno. Join us as we explore how Fish invented their own telepathic, jam-obsessed musical language, built an independent concert industry, and how both came together in the Florida Everglades for an improvisation-filled performance that landed a 15-foot-long hot dog with headlights in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We'll hear from band members Trey Anastasio. You know, I think we felt like this party was for our friends. And John Fishman. That was the end of a chapter of Fish's life. That, and, and of my life. Former Fish manager John Paluska and others will tell the dramatic, untold story of Fish at Big Cypress. We had to get some alligator wrangler to pull an 11-foot alligator out of the backstage area. That was interesting. <laughs> Uh, That was a big alligator. We'll refill the swamp and revisit a legendary independent festival that came to transform the music industry despite being ignored by the mainstream. Fish found someplace better and left behind a map to Big Cypress. After Midnight debuts November 14th on all podcast platforms. Visit OsirisPod.com slash After Midnight to subscribe today. If you're out there on the highways, if you're within the sound of our voice, you're near to Big Cypress, Florida. 